With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Scientific breakthroughs, the unveilings, spiritual revelations, the openings.
Yeah, you know Something fresh for you Cup of cold water on a hot day You know Refreshing Black light lit Hammer fist clenched My aim don't miss Nah My aim won't miss Hammer fist clenched Stink you with the ring of men The scars you bring Yeah, that's a small thing Rejuvenate myself something like a swamp thing I'm a thriller in the mist Boxer ape, monkey king It's a dark night in hell Like Batman and the Joker Bamboo bin I still lay stuff and loped up Like a bamboo string Me and that chick, we can get close up Like my tampon string Dose up when you toast up I have you dozed up with your toes up Don't front like you ain't froze up like a dick when they seen the dump truck Yeah, I'm that dumb fuck In the corner with the dunce hat And the steel back You can fight back But I bite back Like two pit bulls in the death match Give me my life back I'm about to hype that Black and mild Cause I need my breath back Black light lit Hammer fist clenched My aim don't miss Nah my aim won't miss Hammer fist clenched Black light lit Hammer fist clenched My aim won't miss Uh-uh My aim don't miss Black light lit Hammer fist clenched You don't miss the water Until the well went dry I think I misspelled it Let me die that I Hammer fist just nailed you Now you crucified Put you in the fractions like a piece of pie. Nah, this ain't school, but class day in session. I empty that tool like a long shot guest. Adjusting my sight while checking the wind's direction. Watch where you're stepping. I move stealthy, modern welfare. Stroking with my left hand while my right pull your horse hair. You wanna fight? Expect nothing, don't warfare. I eat gas, breathe fire, and explode air. I'm the red dragon in this golden lair. And it's the golden year. You cold in fear with frozen tears. I'm on the pier with Otis and Tupac, smoking L's and drinking ice cold beers. Black light lit, hammer fist clenched. My aim don't miss. Nah. My aim won't miss. Hammer fist clenched. Black light lit. Hammer fist clenched. My aim won't miss. Uh-uh. My aim don't miss. Black light lit. Hammer fist clenched. Black light lit. Hammer fist clenched. My aim don't miss. Nah. My aim won't miss. Hammer fist clinch, black light lit. My aim don't miss. Uh uh, my aim don't miss. Hammer fist clinch, black light lit. Hammer fist clinch. My aim won't miss. Nah, my aim don't miss. Hammer fist clinch.
Yep, yep. Guess who's back? It is Blackwater. Blackwater, the minimization, back with another Tips and Tricks Tuesday. Here again on what's the day, day the 22nd of uh, November is what they say. Uh, yeah, I'm back from a little hiatus. I'm going to give thanks first and foremost to those who came before and those who will come after. Give thanks to First World Order Radio family out there. God, Dr. Alain, Queen, Princess Kadirba, Brother Ev, and the, and the new uh, co-host for Tips and Tricks, Brother Jamal. And give thanks to the brother for holding it down from the last week. He'll be coming in and out. Time to time, bringing bring some good information in from his uh from his experience and everything, and dropping the jewels and giving us uh some good insight so we can walk on the journey, you know, with, with a good higher upper internet over and understanding. You know, first got to draw the walk, got to walk, fly, we'll run, then fly, we'll not teleport. You know what I'm saying? But um. Give thanks to all, you know, everybody out there doing the thing, doing the thing. Keep it moving, keep it elevating. I love day two. You know what I'm saying? There's all types of things going on out here. Um, first and foremost, uh, yeah, we're going into Thanksgiving, what we call Thanksgiving. So today's episode title, Giving Thanks. We wanted to go ahead and, because we are, on the Friday, I'm going to be, like I said, I spoke on a couple of weeks ago, the inaugural um, for my first type of event. I was going to do it. I'm doing an online session um, with like a class and it's entitled The Four Directions of Health Defense. Basically, the class is going to be, uh, the foundation is going to be based on um, meditation, qigongs, and tai chi as well as health in general, spiritual, mental, emotional, and uh, physical. So and how that relates to the breath, basically. So I'm going to be giving a lot of good uh, advice or something, assistance on how we can utilize the breath to heal ourselves and to gain certain high qualities of self by infusing the breath in there. It It actualizes mindfulness, because when we are slow, when we slow down our breathing, we get out of that, um, that deep trance state that has become more prevalent in this day and time. But when we are in that trance, then all types of things can occur um, in our psychology, psychologically, basically. Um, you know, so when our breath is obstructed or is, is taken, say, for instance, at school, you know, when we go to school and the teacher says, pay attention, and we're paying attention to what she's saying or he's saying, um, our breath is, is uh, taken somewhat to where we have to observe and listen to what the teacher is saying. Same as with TV and with radio and other um, things in this physical reality that takes our attention. Remember, you know, our mind is our wallet and attention is our money. So every time we open up that the mind of our wallet and we pay attention to something, we are we are giving away something very valuable. So 
best to know how to slow down that observation so that we don't go into a deep trance. Everything is trance, basically, especially when we are paying attention to something. Like right now, you're in a trance. I'm in a trance as well because I'm paying attention to my words as they come forth before they are they flow from the faucet of my mouth. I want to be as honest as possible, so I have to think before I speak. And I just have no filters at all, you know. So, you know, at times, you know, we go into this reality with no filters, but when we are observant and mindful, basically, and we are not just possessed by the breath, but we are in one and tuned to the actual vitality and, and life that we are produced by, then it changes the whole aspect of our thinking apparatus as well as our creative apparatus. Because the thinking brain is, you know, of course, the logical intellect. The, the knowing brain or the imaginative brain is the intelligence right side. You know, and when we look at the words intellect and intelligence, intellect, uh, we break it down in etymology, and it's inside, tell, it's speaking, X is um, outside or external. It was like ectoderm, you have the mesoderm, or you have endoderm, mesoderm, ectoderm. The ectoderm is basically the outer skin of the fetus as it's being produced. But ectoderm, ecto, ect, intellect, so that will be the outside speaks inwards. So that's like the indoctrination, you know what I'm saying, of what the external reality has given us, where that's the thinking brain. So when the thinking brain slows down, the intelligence, the intelligence is inside your ancestors speak to, to genetics. So inside I or the you know again the first eye or the, the um, pineal gland or the ancestors tell speaks and gene to the to the genetics intelligence. So intellect and intelligence are two different um, components, yet they complement each other. You know, it's, it's good and it's wise to have both of those infused together. And when the breath is slowed down and the breath is actualized and the breath is um, actually observed, appreciated, then those two unite and merge or marry. Call it the sacred marriage, heroes, gambios. But that is the left and right brain, the left hemisphere and the right hemisphere, and they um they complete the complete structure of man or mind. That is the whole abs- the whole abstract um, metamorphosis of atim or atom. Atim meaning complete or incomplete. So atim, you know what I'm saying? Um, is where we also get the word atom. Adam, from a definer um, and more esoteric views, Atim is the first cell. Also, it could be related to Asir as Lord of the Perfect Darkness and being born into the reality of the physical to express and experience itself. That that seed. So I've decided, all that said, I've decided with um, this Four Directions of Health Defense, and we are, you know, like I said, I'm giving, we're giving thanks. We're going into Thanksgiving. Um, I've decided 
that the price will is you know it's the money thing is an issue, but know that. So what I'm going to do is, I mean, if if anyone's going to join, and you know, I have a prospects that are, are um are willing to join, and if you want to join in, just goodwill donation is fine, goodwill offering. Um, that number just came up. It was a number given to me by the ancestors. You know, anything helps. We are growing, you know what I'm saying? And speaking of growing and donations, we are in the process of, if you didn't know, we are in the process of cleaning up down here at, um, at the landing of Dr. Ali's and Sophie property. And um, it's, it's just been us three, uh, the good doctor and Princess Kadira and myself, have been doing a lot of the major cleaning out and demolition. The good brothers, um, what they call the Baptist builders, I was calling them Bob the builders, but the Baptist builders came through and they pretty much gutted the main house, but they are not allowed to touch the other remaining properties. So they, they did the main house. They got they pretty much cleared it out. We still need we need some hands out there, though. We need some, some man hands, you know what I'm saying, to... Uh, to move some of that stuff around. Of course, the donations are, are appreciable, but we may need some donation of time and effort out there with some physical um, muscles, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's just, it's just been us three out there, Dr. Dr. Aline and um, Sister Kajiri and myself have been out there the last uh, month now, um, pretty much getting everything in order. Attempting to, we are we are moving towards it. Should be everything should be good by next uh, spring equinox, February, March, I believe it's the next event. So we're we're pushing it to get it right. You know, so come on out there, give a hand in, you know, pick up some of that stuff and move it on about there, clean it up, and we need some we need some construction done too. The main the main house as well. So if you could with your hands as far as that is concerned, you know, sheet locking, laying down floors and whatnot, put down things like that. You know, give your word to uh you know, get in touch with Dr. Aline, contact Dr. Aline so it's Kadira and let them know that you're willing to come out and, and give some assistance as well. I so back to uh, what I was saying with for the rest of the substance on my session, on my course, you know, so goodwill offering. Just accept it, you know, whatever you want to give. If you don't have anything to give, join in. Um, my um, email is 12 Density Productions, that's T W E L F T H D E N S I T Y P R O D U C T I O N S at yahoo.com. My phone number to best contact me is 336. Two five four seven four one eight. So call me or email me, text me, whatnot, and uh, just contact me if you wish, if you wish to do me on uh, the twenty fifth of November, starting with that Friday coming up. This Friday coming up actually, and it will finalize on the thir- the thirteenth of January, Friday the thirteenth of, of January. Okay, so 
you know, what I'm offering is uh, a few different type of meditations. Uh, I'm going to go over the longevity meditation, um, fire meditation with Dumo breath, T-U-M-M-O. Dumo breath is basically um, the ancient technique. Dumo fire basically means the inner psychic It's a good detox, but it also brings about um, different internal energies and different internal powers over time. Consistency is key. Of course, having enhanced my psychic abilities, I can say that for sure, you know, um, not to get too far into it like that, talking about it and being about it, you know, so uh, other than that, we're going to be doing uh, the Yijing, Qigong's, um, also the 12 Pieces of Brocade Meditation, um, going over, I, say, I think I said the Longevity Breath. Um, we're also going to be doing uh, a few different meditations that we're going to go over, the Iron Monk Meditation, Sitting and Standing, um, the Seven Star Qigong, as well as uh, the Eight Standing Postures. Um, we're going to have some fun, you know. It's going to be a few different meditations, a few different Qigongs. We're not really going to go into the one Tai Chi set. That's going to be the small form, small Tai Chi form. Um, I've already posted that on, on Dr. Aline's YouTube. I feel like we need to obey. We're going to go more in depth, and I'm going to speak on each move and how it enhances certain um, aspects of the physiology, of your physiology, basically your organ system as well as your muscle tendons and ligaments. I'm going to go deeper into the chi gums as well to speak on on what the chi is doing and where it's moving and how it's in, enhancing your uh, lymphatic system and purging out impurities. Remember, lymphatic means pure water. So when you are dealing with the lymph or water, you're purifying it by moving in certain ways. And most of the chi gums are based on animal moves because we always have been observed of nature. That's how you become one. When you notice things in your observation, we um, should not just look at it as for what it is, face value. We should also, like I am one with this bird, so if the bird is moving in this general manner and it's so healthy and it's strong enough to fly off into the broad horizon, maybe I should move my arms in the same manner. So we develop different techniques over time, physical techniques, technologies that enhance our immunity. But also, you know, not to go deep into it right now because I have other things to bring to take tonight. Um, so it all, the immunity is strong in the organ systems, or the it's in harmony. The hormones, basically, the fluids, you know, the sport of blood, enzymes other activities are in harmony, then those enzymes and those, you know, those hormones have to activate somehow. This transference of energy is not just going to sit and settle. So since nature is what creates the physical body, basically fire, air, water, and earth, if it's in harmony and balance, then those, that's when those psychic abilities um, start to arise.
lives and you are more connected with nature. For instance, the animals, um, the, we call them animals, so we're not the, just to be animated with the vital energy of the vital spirit, basically life. Walks around on all fours, so it has a higher connection to the earth. It has a tail that is connected to its spine as well, so that tail is connected to the cosmos at all times. So it walks around eating grass and grazing and, you know, eating of the earth in its natural habitat, unless it's in a, you know, zoo or something like that where the zoo people might be cookies or something, I don't know why. But all in all, when that animal, so to speak, is in its natural inhabitant, it has keen awareness, basically talking about the five senses, can hear um, at a higher rate, it can see at a higher rate, smell, and feel at a higher rate than the human, mainly due to it being in its natural inhabitant. Now, there are humans on the planet Earth that, yes, of course, can hear, see, smell, taste, touch at a higher um, rate than other humans, and that would be dealing with what we would call lung and, and balance. Lung is basically the same as prana in Indian, in the India script or Sanskrit, but basically that is chi in Chinese, and all in all, it's melanin. Because all of these things are... Um, touching melanin receptors in on the physical body, that's in the ears, the eyes, the nose, and all that olfactory. There. You know, but all in all, this is uh, interaction, physical interaction of the unseen, of that dark substance, or dark energy, dark matter. If you want to get to the receptors to receive it and turn, give off of that electrical input from the external reality. As it goes and fuses into this orb or this uh, vessel, we get those sensations of sound or the sensations of smell. When the melanin is depleting or degenerating, then we have a less um, less of an opportunity to actualize that 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 sound or that smell. We're here. You know, certain parts of it where we won't hear the full gist of the information. You know, so basically, this is an enhancement of those five senses, but it's all based on one sense to in my own perception. You know, that one sense is feeling, because all of those have to feel or touch a nerve receptor. You know, when you feel something, you feel it. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, that's how you know what's going on. You know, the first time I touched the iron and it was hot when I was a child, I knew that that iron was that, that hot. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to walk around and say cold or more, but that thing burnt my hands. So now I know what I hot iron to do. You know what I'm saying? Same thing, you know, but when you feel something, you feel it. You know, from all perspectives of uh, feeling, and that's so feminine. Perception, men desire, women feel, you know. A man, sexually speaking, can desire to have sex with any woman or another man, for that matter. But the man to go out, if he really want to have sex, he'll put his joint in a tree. You know what I'm saying? It's not like that. But a woman feels a, a man or, or a 
whatnot. So they'd be like, nah, I'm feeling that. There'd be 10 men in the room, and if they ain't feeling none of them, they'll walk away. But a man, it'll be all type, skinny, tall, fat. He feeling just about all of them, just a hole to put in, you know, put something in to most men, you know what I'm saying, as far as that's concerned. On that level, most men desire and women feel that uniting both sides brings about a formula. All right, so but we're, we're going to deal with that. We're going to also bring in different um, different um, relations to what health is as far as um, supplements, um, as well as um, taking supplements for my food properly. And if there are any issues, what can be introduced? I am a certified natural health professional, so I know a few things about health. We're going to go over some of those tonight as far as the tricks and tricks. Because going into Thanksgiving in a couple of days, you know, we're going to be eating some things, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to get back to that in a few minutes. But, you know, we're going to be, well, I, I might not be doing too much. I might fast and Thanksgiving. It's always good to go against the grain, you know. they watching the Super Bowl, go outside and watch the sun, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> sun game. You know, if, if they out there, it's most people out there doing the Christmas thing and taking that. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's good to go against the grain and go against what the, the norm is. You know what I'm saying? The pattern is based on everyone's um, acceptance and also they going but also their participation. You know, most of the things that we participate in with, again, we're not really observing it. We just participate in it because we're watching everybody else do it. True observation is just like soul searching and asking the question, why? Come on. Please, no. Thank you. Hold on. Can you, can you read? Hold on. Oh, yeah, we're going to go with the meridian stretch as well. Thanks, I see y'all. That's my niece. And that's the wild one right there, my younger sister's daughter. Good things, though. What the heck? She don't even know what she's saying, but it's, that's a wild reality how we have these words. And, um, my dad used to say that all the time. He'd say, hey, you know, hey. You know, that's a power word, though, but. We used to, he used to say it like every time because he became you know Christian and he couldn't say hell no more when he preached a wife, so he would say heck, you know, stuff like that. A shucks, <laughs> shoot, you know. But uh, this is how we do, you know. We switch up everything and go right back to where it was. That power word, So, but uh, yeah, we're gonna we bring up different things to the table on that account throughout that uh those eight weeks. So, you know, come on. Come on, come on, you know, join in. And, you know, get get that uh like I put that Doctor Strange up there because it was something wrong. And Doctor Strange, the own the onset of the movement the movie first came in, I think title and everything. They had a battle scene where the the, the dude, I forget his name, um, the stole the patients out of their sacred book, that book of war, 
I'm typed up with spells in the book. I can't recall. But oh yeah, it was to bring the dark side from Goldberg to Dynamo. But um, what one of the, the first moves that the the whoever the adept was it was may have been the ancient one. The first move they did was the Tai Chi move. You know what I'm saying? And throughout the movie when they were practicing and, and learning how to manipulate the energies and properly utilize to open up alternate dimensions, they were always moving their hands in, in manners that are, in my own perspective, very similar to Tai Chi and Chi Bones. And I know this to be somewhat of truth because of uh, you know, I deal with it on a day-to-day. So I know that this, these things are are really possible in that manner. They, they're bringing it out in that movie, you know, to show and prove, but also to desensitize the mind state of certain people to where they don't think it's real, you know. But before the movie came, I didn't know what I'm saying. Like I said, I don't talk about it, be about it, but... um. One another one of the um, exercises or exercises that we will be partaking in is called forming the miracle bar through intent, mudra, mantra, and mandala. So of course, intent is intent over force, and um, basically energy transference. So we're going to be breathing in, holding our hands in certain ways, like in the qigong and mystic pyramid, and focus on. Well, you know, but basically the, the mudra the mudra is the, the hand movement. The mandala, I mean the mudra the mandala is the, um, the hand movement and the and the mudra because the symbol will be laid out within the hand movement and the mantra will be like arm. As we do it, we'll be forming the Merkel bar. And, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. You saw, If you saw the movie, you know, he was giving up because he didn't have the utilization of his hands. But through time and effort and, and, um, and, you, and utilizing um, his inner strength, basically, and diligence, he was able to uh, finally open up that portal, even though she did have to lock him in, on the, in, in another dimension on top of Himalaya, you know, probably 20 degrees below the level. But he he used that he used that to um, to be able to open up that the alternate dimension. All right, so yeah, we're going, we're going over stuff like that. It was something that uh, I was checking out. Of, KT art degree and Minister Jew on YouTube last week and they broke down the movie The Strange Doctor Strange and um decoded it. It was something that KT on the art degree had mentioned, he said it's one thing how this movie stands apart or how, you know, as far as Doctor Strange how he stands apart from other superheroes and obtaining his superhero powers. You know, you know, um, Spider-Man got bit. Uh, Incredible Hulk did the gamma ray thing. Or something, you know what I'm saying? And all these other superheroes had some some type of event happen to them like that. Doctor Strange, on the other hand, in contrast, he developed his superhero powers, superhero powers by studying. 
You know what I'm saying? And, and then mm-hmm. not just studying, but practically, well, utilizing his study in practice. You know what I'm saying? So he went, studied with the ancient ones and the other adepts and the masters in the temple over in um, Kilimanjaro. And then as he studied and developed a certain awareness or a certain amount of knowledge, he used his wisdom to build that bridge. He used that, you know, that knowledge to build that bridge of wisdom to obtain understanding or overstanding inside this physical realm. So, like I said, I've seen it and I've, I've witnessed it and I've experienced it somewhat myself. You know, I'm still learning each day and I'm still um, developing in these skills. You know, martial arts is not only a, a, a use for fighting, as I've mentioned time and time before. Martial arts also has an inner quality. So in the movie Dr. Strange, as you notice, they were practicing martial arts. You know, so developing that inner strength will help develop that external reality that is in co- that coincides with your inner quality. The first thing the brother Mordo said to uh well one of the first things he said was you have to forget everything you know. So if we are dealing with our intellect, you know, again, intellect X means external or outside or the outside speaks inward. That's the indoctrination. So we're just dealing with the left brain and the logical brain, the thinking brain, the thinking apparatus and that's the intelligence, you know, or inside the ancestors or I the first eye speaks to the genes, then we are going to have a stressed reality because we're basing our opinions and, you know, we are basing our, um, ex- we're accepting what has been given to us externally. And we're not creating or we're not using our magic forces, our creative forces that are within to create, to be and become who we truly are and, you know, the ancestors are us, the ox stars, so the metaphor. So I think, again, as I said, one of the inner cycles will be forming the Mecca bar through intent, Mandela, Mantra, and Mudra. So that's what, I mean, you saw it in Dr. Strange where they were doing that, but that's something I brought, brought to the table last year. Um where we hold our hands in certain ways and we focus on the center of the, of the pyramid or the mystic pyramid, the triangle, holding our hands in the triangle, and we just breathe in and out of it for a set amount of time. Doing this consistently every day, we'll open a portal or that seed thought that, uh, that that black dot that's bouncing around. You ever saw it? You remember back in the day, we just watched some cartoons and they had a little circle bouncing around from the words. As the cartoon will play out, that is the seed thought, that is the vortex, that is the opening of the portal. Takes a little effort and time, a little, you know, participation and observation. You know, like I said, some people observe, but they're not participating. Some people participate, but they're not observing. So when we do both, that is true soul searching. And when we find 
that key that opens up that that lock, that door, you know, then bam, you go through it. You can come back anytime you want because that's when the illusion of bell, you know, that bell is removed and you are all accessing source because we are the source and we have access back and forth to ourselves. It's just um, releasing and relinquishing some of the aspects of the intellect, the analytic side of ourselves, which is the most primitive side of ourselves, and it's, and it's wise to, to use it and to keep hold of it. It's just we need to also remember and not disremember and remember, put back together the pieces and, um, of, you know, Osada 14, dismember pieces, and go back to our natural state of, of, of seeing. And, and uh, so, like I said, some of the exercises will not be too um, strange, or some of them will be. Some of them will, you know, will be will be utilizing. Like I said, the new movement, the TUMM program, it utilizes the box breathing technique where you will or the base breathing where we will tighten up every muscle in the body, hold it a certain way for a certain period of time. But that enhances the, the prana or the lung energy, the key energy, the melody. But then heats it up a little bit and cools it back down, but it gives it life and brings back to fruition and cultivates it to the tenuous area where you have a protective layer. Also, it will bring out that electromagnetic field around you, that bubble, to enhance your record wall, give it fuel and light to be able to bounce out there into the multiverse and do what we got to do. You know what I'm saying? So in the movie of Dr. Strange, you notice that the, the ancient one, the ancient one, the ancestor, um, she was tapping into the dark energy to, to for longevity, basically, and for good health, as well as for enlightenment, basically, to heal herself and others. And her main goal was to protect the planet Earth. You know what I'm saying? Earth is in representation of uh, a representation of Geb. Geb is a representation of Osir. And when we look at the movie, the first person that um, Dr. Strange encountered when he got to um, Kilimanjaro or to that city was um, Mordo, Baron Mordo. Mordo is uh, more, more, you know what I'm saying, was a black man or melanated bubble. But he had on all green. Green is the color that is represented with uh, Gale. That's also a sieve. All right, but um, so she was basically protecting Gale, all serious, more dope. And when he left at the end, he was saying, wow, well, nah, I got um, KT, the Arch Priest, said, yeah, he's taking his magic back. That's what I say, my magic back, getting out. Being able to will at will, so being able to create and do what we do at will. All right, but um, we're going to be going over a few of those different exercises on that on that day. It's going to be fine. Well, on throughout that eight week process, the eight week session, you know, it's a, it's a start. You know, what I'm saying, uh, continue with the practices. We're going to go over a meditation tonight that will also be on there. It's seven mindful, um, the seven, the seven steps to mindful meditation. 
we went over this before a couple of times. We're going to go into it again real nice. All right, so first of all, these are the seven basic steps to, to mindful meditation. So, like, very fundamental and very basic. They're not too in-depth, but just helps with bringing about more awareness of your breath, more conscious awareness of your breath. being able to notice it, like I said before, in an observation will help with bridging thinking brain with the um, creative brain, the intellect and the intelligence. Mindfulness helps slow us down to thinking apparatus. All right, so we start with eight long in and out breaths. So breathing through the nose. Remember to be relaxed as possible within the entirety of your structure. Um, shoulders, relax. Don't have the shoulders up. That obstructs the lungs. When the shoulders are going towards the ear, try to push the shoulder blades down as, as far as possible. The shoulders should almost sink into the ribs, and the ribs should sink into the hips, or the tail, oh, yeah, yeah, the hips, and then the hips should sink into the thighs, and the thighs sink down into the knees, and the knees sink into the calves, calves sink into the ankles, and the ankles sink into the fine roots within the ground. So everything sinks down. The tailbone should be slightly leaning forward while the shoulders relax. The chest sunk in. Men sitting in a chair, if you're sitting in a chair, just allow your testicles to hang from the tip of the chair so the energy won't be blocked from your testicles. Remember, the lower dantian stores a lot of energy in the prostate gland, so don't allow your prostate or your penis or your testicles to be, don't sit on on the chair. Also, women, your feet should be going at a V shape towards the corners of the wall, basically at a 45-degree angle, not straight forward. Men's feet should be at a 90-degree angle going straight in the, in the legs at a 90-degree angle as well, so the floor energy will go properly in the meridian system or the circulatory system throughout, and also the 90s, you know what I'm saying, throughout that uh, whole exchange. All right, so hands can be resting easy, like in the Ramsey pose or the Lincoln Monument, where your hands are on your knees. You can rest them in the sun and moon mudra as well, where your, hand, where your left hand, for men will be on the bottom, right hand on the top. Right hand for women will be on the bottom, left hand on the top, and the thumbs connect at the tip. That's the sun and moon mudra, where both are in unison. Sit however you feel is comfortable for you. And we take eight long in and out breaths. The in breath should be just as long and deep as the out breath. There's no real count to this. Just breathe. Oh, the only thing that we should be observing of is the 70% rule. So do not feel your lung capacity over 70% to keep it comfortable and allow the flow of energy to have no obstructions in that, If we, in, in the case of holding the breath too long or filling up the entirety of our lung. All right, so breathe in, eight breaths like this. Remember the the in-breath should be just as long as the out-breath. Breathe in, inner, and exhale out, peace. 
And be clearly aware of each and in and out breath. Notice and observe the breath as it goes in and out. And if you are uncomfortable with the breath, it's too broad or too narrow, if you feel like it's obstructed or if it's free-flowing too much or fast or slow, short, long, if it's warm or cool, notice all those sensations. If the breath doesn't feel comfortable, though, if it's uncomfortable, change it and adapt to where it is comfortable. So if you are breathing in long, out long, and that's uncomfortable, then attempt to breathe in short and out short. Or if it's, if maybe you should breathe in, if you're breathing in short and that's uncomfortable, you try breathing out longer. But when you find the comfortable um, point, the comfortable, most comfortable point, then let that be your, your uh, be your reference. And then allow that reference of breathing to go through the entirety of your body, of your physical structure. All right, so now we will begin with the inhalation of the breath at the base of the skull. So inhale the breath sensation at the base of the skull. And let that flow all the way down the spine. So from the base of the skull, the seven cervical vertebrae, the twelve thoracic vertebrae, the five lumbar vertebrae, the five, and then the four coaxial, coaxial. And do it again, breathe into the base of the school. And now the breath to go completely down the spine in isolation. Now, if you are male, breathe again into the space of the school. And let that breath spread down your right leg and then out the sole of your right foot to the end of your toe and into the air. If you're a female, you will begin on the left side. Breathe into the skull, the base of the skull, allow that breath, the energy to go down. The right if you're a male, the right leg if you're a male, breathing down the leg and the left leg if you're a female. Then to the sole of the feet and out the toe. Once again, base to the school, down the leg. Bring into the base of the school, down the spine, and out of the leg. Releasing the energy out of the toe. Now, Allow the breath form again at the base of the skull, spread it down over both shoulders. Then pass your elbows and wrists to the tips of your fingers and out to the air. Do this two more times. Breathe in the base of the skull. Now to go over the shoulders. Pass down to the elbows, 
wrist, tips of your fingers, and out into the air. Except releasing all those toxins. Coughing the outside. And once again, breathe into the school. We in heaven or inhale the breath at the base of the throat, the throat plexus, and we spread it down the central nerve at the front of the body, or the main male or conception vessel. Breathe in the breath, breath at the base of the throat, the front of the body. Let it pass down into the lungs, then to the liver on the right-hand side, the rib cage, all the way down to the bladder and colon as we exit. Once again, we breathe in at the base of the throat. Feel the air go in, the oxygen go in there from that location. And then breathe down, body in into the lungs, into the left on the right hand side, then down into the bladder. And then out the colon. Breathe in. A lot of energy to go down, search your front of the body. There's no flex there in lungs. Then go into liver, your bladder, breathing out, exhaling, pressure. Now breathe in once again. Let the breath go into the middle of the chest, the solar plexus region. And as you breathe in, allow the breath to go down to your intestines, the large and small intestines. Then let the breast sensation spread so that they connect and flow together. As you exhale, again, breathe in to the chest through the soul plexus, thoracically. You can breathe out, allow it to go down to your large and small intestines from the chest region. Now we focus and intent. Breathe in and allow all those energies that we've collected from all those different sensations to collect the Lord Dantian. The energy from the base of the skull and breathing through the spine and the legs. The energy from the base of the skull breathing in the shoulders to both arms, out the fingertips, and the breathing from the throat plexus, breathing down. Into breathing down into the central nerve and the the body. And also, the sensations from the in the solar plexus to the large intestines, the small intestines, bring all those energies together to locate and relocate them in the lower dantian. There will be one inch, one inch and a half below the belly button. Let them there.
then we can also focus on the navel. What point above it, or below? That's the sacral region. Also, the lower dachyon. Sacral shot. For the nose, the middle of the head, the palate, the base of the throat, the breastbone, or the sternum, and the navel. What point above it? That's, those are good reference points or focal points of the mind to rest the mind in one area through your breathing in the sun, your meditation. If this is a good note, though, if you have frequent headaches or nervous problems, don't focus on any spot, throat, meaning it. Don't focus on the spot in the mind, like the tip of the nose or the middle of the head, until you uh, alleviate the headaches. This will help. Don't try to force the breath or put yourself into a trance in the breathing. Breathe freely and naturally as well. Because if we don't want to go into a deep meditation or samadhi where you go into a light trance, um, let the mind be at ease with the breath or be attentive of the breath, but not to the point where you step away or you fall asleep or anything like that. Always remember to spread your awareness as you are becoming more conscious of how you feel throughout the entirety of your body by utilizing the breath. So that will help you stay alert more so inside of that meditation. You don't want to go to sleep in your meditation. Um, and the seventh aspect of mindful meditation is to coordinate the breath sensation throughout the body. So allow the breath to flow in unison comfortably throughout your entire body as much as possible. And once you have become fully aware and conscious of the aspects of the breath you already know in your body, then you will also become conscious and aware of all of the other aspects as well of what's happening. Because the breath is in turn the intelligence that is fusing everything else in the body together. So by nature, it has many facets. So the breath sensations flowing in the nerves flow throughout the entirety of the body through every pore. Okay, so those are the seven fundamental steps to mindful meditation. I can play it back if you if you like and do that. But that's gonna be one of the meditations that we are um, we utilize inside of the four directions of health defense you know, the four directions for self-defense, but, you know, switched it up a little something from self-defense to health defense. You know what I mean? All right, but the four directions for self-defense uh, online session is supposed to start on Friday. Like I said, taking donations, free will, don't matter if you don't got none, if you want to join. You know, I left, I put my number in, I sent my number two minutes ago, but it's 336 you know, come on and come all, like I said, from 9 to 99. Let's get it in and get these um, superhuman powers together. You know what I mean? For real, for real. It takes time and effort up in, you know, going through. But, uh, you know, in the movie Dr. Strange, it, it, he didn't get it in one day. And if we got to look at the name Strange, S-T-R-A-N-G-E. 
that star nickel in the kit. So basically, again, it's the mecca ball, you know, that wise projection of yourself, you know, on the external and internal. First, we have to create internally that, that little dot, that seed point. So bounce around in this reality is going to do some wondrous things, but the letting go, you know, the first thing Mordo did speak to the brother, um, Dr. Strange, Baron Mordo, is what he said is, you have to get everything you know. So letting go of the intellect, the ego, you know, you know you're going to have it as, as part of our soul experience. Yet we still have to be able, we need to unify the creative aspect of myself with what we've learned in the external. So the knowledge is obtained, but then the experience will bring about an exchange from both sides through our creativity, our creativity. Remember what Dr. Strange did, if you watch the movie or if you're going to, at the end of the movie, he um, kept going back and forth to, you know, to, to speak by down more the darkness. He had to... Uh, Utilize something he knows, that's time and space, that's the physical existence, that's the intellect, the fourth dimension. But he had to utilize the fourth dimension, time and space, and loop it. You know, he kept looping it to where uh, Dalmo was like, what are you doing? You know, stop it. Because he <laughs> caught himself, Dalmo caught himself, uh, whatever it is, you know, him or her, caught itself um Repeating itself, like, hold on, I just I keep killing this dude, but it keep coming back. What's happening? But that's our power, you know. We have the power to manipulate all things, every realm, everything. Just we can imagine we are doing, you know. So some of these things that um, I've learned and have been handed down to me through the pipeline or through that that thought, through the ancestral information. It's not the same as what uh, traditionally we would call, um, well, you know, some schools of thought that I went to, they give you one way to do it, and it just, you know, it just didn't sit right with me, so I come up with my own little thing, but, you know, two weeks is gone, like the watches, hey, not the rule, meditation, it was brought to me as why which basically means the wondrous dark ray of light. But then, you know, being inside of, um, being a brother in the, in the United Washington, just being a more, you know, just being who we are, you know, more light and, light and water. But hold on, watch it, hey, not Watch it mean emerald green and hey, mean infinite, you know, but then not. Neko meaning wise or intelligent, and Haru can mean celestial order. So I was like, yeah, the emerald infinite intelligence of the celestial order. But we're going to go over that meditation as well, the Wajitana Haru meditation. And that also utilizes the um, forming the Neko bar with intent, mudra, mandala, and uh, mantra. And like I said before, consistency is key. Doing these practices, um, at least, I mean, when we, when, we first, when we first start, at least every day, once a day. But as you grow and, you know, you've done it for a certain amount of time where you develop that muscle memory, and it, 
especially when you notice that that thing is out there popping off and you see that, that dot jumping around, then uh, that's, that's your little, that's your little um, eye-opener right there, basically, where, you know, you may not have to do it all the time. If you do want to refill, you don't want to run out of gas like talk about, you know what I'm saying? But, it, it, you know, that's just having deep conscious breathing throughout the day. Just notice that you aren't breathing properly, then take that deep conscious breath, you know, and go right back into it. You know? So another thing with uh, Mordo, though, Mordo, though, okay, but uh, his name is Baron Mordo. And uh, if you study the, the book of death inside of, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, Hinduism called Bardo, but uh, Bardo, or the, the state of death called Bardo, the subconscious, basically. But if you take the two words, Baron and Mordo, and you, you move the on and the more, out of, out of it, <laughs> you have Bardo, which also have more arms <laughs> on the other end, but you have Bardo. But that's the dark, uh, the, the death state, the subconscious. That's how serious it is, you know what I mean? But it's good things, you know what I'm saying? The movie is pretty deep, pretty decent. But like I said, the first scene, the fight scene, they went in on some Tachi shit. And then throughout the movie, basically, you could see certain things in there that had that realm around it. Other, I mean, other than it just being completely like metaphysical, the cinematics behind it and the storyline was metaphysical. And business a lot of like you see the shockers and everything that you know speaking on sales and the mind that the I. So tips and tricks today, like I said, we're going into Thanksgiving, so we'll speak on a couple of tips and tricks. First tips and tricks is, since we're eating, you know, a lot of people are eating a lot of different things. Talk about some food combined, you know, like I said, I deal with that stuff, that, with that natural help, a little something underneath, you know, but uh, Food combining, a lot of us don't know that certain foods should be ate together because it might slow digestion. When it's digestion is sluggish, then it can cause other issues within the physical body and the organ system. All right, so, you know, when the stomach goes, when digestion goes, that's a show sign that um, something will start to produce in the body as far as mucosa is concerned, toxicity. Because it's going to be trying to figure out what I'm going to do with all this excess because I ain't digesting it. You know, it's, we ingest it, we eat it, but then it just sits there and it's not consumed completely or devoured. And in this day and time, we overeat. That could be an issue as well. Parasites are concerned. I may go into that as well. So, but uh, basically, we want to be attentive to our food combining. In this uh, coming up, Thanksgiving, giving thanks. So I'm going to do them real quick. Um, basically, um, acid and starch combinations. Well, you know, don't don't we shouldn't eat carbohydrate foods with acid foods. Acid should be pretty much 
was a digestive secretion. And uh, the pepsin is in, in, in the hydrochloric acid that's in the stomach. They're necessary for the digestion of the protein. But fat inhibits the pepsin and the hydrochloric acid to produce. So we're putting both of them in at the same time. That's going to help. Um, it's going to slow down our digestion. So a lot of the foods that we put in won't get won't get broken down or assimilated properly, and it'll just be left over. So it's called calm, C-H-I-M-E. And that's, that residual turns into a bad health all the time because uh, it just continues over years and years. It produces a bump into a ball of toxicity, basically, and that can turn to bumps at first on the external epidermis and then into Alright, so it's wise not to mix proteins and fat. Fats in combination with, with other foods, okay, like I'm saying, but only at a small degree, because fats delay the digestion of other foods, especially like the starchy foods. So it inhibits the, the excretion of gastric So that gastric juice is needed to break down the other um, foods. But when we put fats in, on top of it, say, for instance, you'd be jumping a whole bunch of salad dressing on the salad. And, um, you know, salad green, everything's going to pass right through, but putting all this oil and fatty stuff, whatever it could be, or it could be some vegetable oil inside of the if especially if it's a generic uh, processed type of salad dress, then, then it's going to inhibit the actual assimilation process as well as digestion or get gas eating. So too much fat taken with the meal results in um, the acidity problems and also it can also induce some burning sensation in the throat from some type of allergic reactions or thinking professionally. We've been eating um, fats in combination with other food. So, like fats, avocado and nuts, or eating vegetable, green vegetables raw is okay. But when we cook, when we cook the the vegetables and we eat them with fats, then that is when the appearance will really take place. So, every day we should be eating at least one good green salad. The meal and not have cooked vegetables with, you know, but using the fat of avocado to start by avocado with the salad is cool, but basically not avocado with the cooked vegetables or salad with cooked vegetables. Also, fast with sweet food, sweet food. Fast, that fat can slow down everything. So we put fat in there, gonna slow down that food in front of it, the stomach, then try and go to the liver. So we might as well just go to the ABC store and buy a bottle of cognac and just pour it over on top of the liver. All right, yeah. Um, acid protein combination, my wife either. You know, acid fruits for proteins, acid fruits for like tomatoes, pineapple, strawberry, um, oranges, pineapple, 
grapefruits, some some acidic as well. Um, apples, grains of apples. They should not be eaten with the nuts. It's nuts, cheese, eggs, or meat. If you're going to eat citrus, like I always say, do the mono diet. Just eat the, the fruit. That's it. Um, eat the well, eat the acidic fruit by itself. Pineapple by itself. Strawberries. It, you know, any substance acidic and acidic fruit together will be okay. Pineapple oranges. You know, that's okay. Stuff like that. Uh, grapefruits, oranges, strawberries, but uh, it's not wise, especially melons. Don't eat melons with any other type of food. Melons are passed through the body pretty fast, too. And uh, citrus, with, uh, with that, will eliminate the proper digestion of the, of the citrus. Because it's a very acidic, too, external. So they'll just put in the mouth at the same time. With the, Melons, and it hasn't been introduced with the proper enzymes to break it down, which are located in the stomach. Then I think fructose. Then it's going to take a little while for that process to really take. Um, sugar with starch, protein, acid food should be combined. Um, of course, like I was just saying, I was just saying, sweet fruits and foods that require long digestive time shouldn't be eaten. Shouldn't be ate with fruits. You know, sweet fruit, I mean, fruits with um, foods that require long digestive time, like meats and stuff, protein, plus the acid food, they should be combined because they're food vitamins, sugars, and sweet foods. So. Need a stomach very quickly, so you know, for like 15 20 minutes. So, we got another food on there that got to be digested first, like protein or starch, the acid food. Then, that sweet food that normally takes 15 20 minutes, we'll have to sit in the back burner and wait for, for that longer chain amino acid, which would be that starchy food or that meat. All right. So when sugar is taken into the mouth, the mouth is is uh, filled with saliva to not the talent. You know, so the talent is essential for starch. That's sugar, basically. So if starch is disguised by sugar and molasses, syrup for sweet food, the things will scramble and die. You know, sure. So when sugar, again, sugar, when you put it in our mouth, the sugar is taken in, sugar starts a combination of all type of products, right? So when we take in sugars, the mouth fills up with salad, but there's no potassium in it. Salad, that's where potassium is produced by the back molars that we chew up food. There's an enzyme that breaks, starts breaking down starch, the carbohydrate, potassium amylase. But if the starch is disguised by sugar, and the molasses, surface sweet food, and the signals are being obstructed or blocked, so we don't, it won't digest properly. That's mainly the, with the um, disaccharides, you know, the processed food. Monosaccharides are basically food. They have no food, but disaccharides are those ones that are made and they have different 
shivers take place in the mouth won't take place. No digestion shivers take place in the mouth or stomach. And so that that's when it when it when it don't take place, that's when that fermentation is gonna happen. So it's wise to eat more polysaccharides than monosaccharides. If going to, I mean, if you want to do the monosaccharides like fruit, it's good for the best, for the best part. Of, I mean, the first part of the day, eat a couple of you know items of monosaccharides and sugar, fruit covered with fruits that have you know, but um, polysaccharides have many saccharides and you know, longer chains like the grain, you know. Tubers or potatoes, if you eat potatoes, yams, tacos, things like that. Tubers have a longer chain of sugars in it, so it's, it won't ferment as fast. It won't ferment basically like that, especially if you eat it by itself. It's, it's the right combination. Sugars also have an effect on the flow of the gastric juice in the in the body, so food depresses the action of hydrochloric acid. So you might not desire food as much as COVID. I don't know. I'll let you. I can't say right now. I'm listening. Acid food, acid food, and sweet foods, not rice, mixed those. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good to eat all acid foods together. But um, sweet foods, again, don't, uh, don't do that. All the time with the acid foods. Some may say like grapes, agari, because they're actually sub acid and sweet. Fruits are the fruits that are rich in sugar, like bananas, persimmons, sweet grapes, and all of the dry fruits like that. Um, I eat my bananas all by itself. I use bananas because they are so sweet. Sweet foods, most sweet foods that I eat, I always eat by myself, basically, personally. I'm, if I do like a, a drink, a smoothie, I'm just doing bananas with this, this bananas, with some water. Like, do two, I do two bananas and some water. And it's, it's pretty good, too. Everybody seems like yours. Aloe vera water with bananas, pretty tight, so... Um, fruits and vegetables. Some say, this, especially when it's cooked, don't mix fruits and vegetables. So to mention that um, protein or starches because it has, uh, it will delay him go back to fermentation because they got these longer chains of amino acids with the starches and protein dealing with especially cooked vegetables, right? So it's not wise to do that. 
cooked vegetables, on the other hand, you know, we like a fruit salad or whatever. Fruit salad. Um, it's okay to mix that together. You know what I'm saying? What I do when I eat a salad and I got food with it, I still eat my food, and then I'll come behind the food salad. You know, chew it on up, let them cells eat it up, you know, eat it up, and then I'll throw the, the salad over on top of that. Let the cells get right with that as well. All right, salads um, combine pretty good with proteins and starches. Um, so getting the salad in with some starchy vegetables, you know, like your carrots, uh, got your, uh, uh, you know, all types of stuff, beets, you know, if you want to cut some beets over in there. Got your celery, you know, anything like that. Mix it over in the in the salad. It's gonna combine pretty good. Especially uncooked, you know, green leafy vegetables. Okay. Only thing that may impair is that that dressing, the oily, fatty dressing. So don't put too much olive oil on it. That's what you do. Put a teaspoon on there for vinegar. Vinegar helps with the digestion as well. The olive oil helps with breaking down the, the elements or the minerals within the raw leafy greens. Um, melon, like I was saying earlier, best to eat that melon alone because it's ninety percent liquid. Watermelon, sweet melon, honeydew, cantaloupe. Um, you know, if you're gonna eat it, eat it by itself. You know, if you ever notice uh, watermelon juice, to put it in the refrigerator for ten minutes. Not only does the ch- the color of it change, but the whole composition changes, the flavor changes. It starts to decompose a lot faster. Like orange juice, fully orange juice, freshly made orange juice has been drinking for a couple of hours. But that, that, you know, that, uh, the watermelon juice, not done in a few times. Red, when I put it in there, come back to him and say, it'd be brown. That's that melanin, too, though. Yeah, I remember, you know, melanin, but the enzyme, the enzymatic action that takes place, like when you open a banana or Right into an apple, we'll cut an apple, and you come back five minutes later and have another brown. As the enzyme starting to work, light works, you know what I'm saying? That's melanin being produced, starting to eat away into the enzymes or into the, the flesh of that food, and it's starting to go into that the bardo, starting to go into down more to the darkness, you know what I mean? But that's the interaction, the enzyme. All right, but not least, if you do dairy or any type of milk, basically the best thing to do is do it by itself. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to drink milk, especially if infants need the mama's milk, you know, so that's what's up. Let them get their mama's milk all the way up to three to five years old. But then, you know, most adults really don't need that because we... Most adults lack that enzyme lactase, the renin, which is necessary for the digestion of milk. So 
doing that takes so um, you know, cheese and all that. It's not wise to still be utilizing the another animal well, no, it's not wise. And that's the Donald's gland, which basically produces uh, the enzymes, or it helps with the function of digestive diet of dairy, um, reaches the school development in the childhood that it starts to so called generate when we become adults. So the dairy product, like, you know, cheese, yogurt, things of that such of that nature are going to be processed and simulated. You know, we do exercise in a side called tapping. That enhances the diamond gland, but I still don't recommend drinking or eating that. Uh, you know, I ain't come from a cow, so I don't think I need to be over there trying to Get something out that cow kids I mean, you give a cow some here, you'll see how long they last. a couple of weeks. Give a baby cow some human milk and see how long that baby cow lives. You know, about three weeks, I think max. It's not going to be, you know, try to support that that, that baby calves, but that calf's life with the eye milk is not going to survive. You know, we we do the same thing. Soy or something at first, not really the dairy, but all the time going, we adapt to the dairy. So that's food combining. Again, things that we should mix together at the at the meal table. At the table, you know what I'm saying? Um, Mono diet is like the best thing I, I've learned when I eat. I, um, I, I, you know, when I eat, I always eat a salad. So my meal in the midday is between three and three and four, between one and seven. I used to have my meal of the day, and it's always going to be a big green salad with fruit on top. It'll be fruit on top. Then I have my salad, and then I have nuts and maybe some seeds, something like that in between there. And then I have my carbohydrate, the protein, my most complex carbohydrate, like uh, the yam or something like that. Or, um, that's a, basically the only two I eat is the yam or the top of a black potato. Somewhere. It won't survive, but basically it's a yam, sweet potato. And then uh, queen with grains, I do queen with amaranth, millet. I don't go against my blood type too much, son. You know, I'm trying to, you know, that going against it does cause certain issues with coagulation or inflammation over time, acclimating of the blood. So it's not wise to go against the blood type. Do your diligence and find out what is good for you in that manner and what's not. Yeah, there's no pillars in that. Uh, I will in two minutes. I will. Okay. Give me a few seconds. All right. Well, you can uh, hold on. Hold on.
don't drink water, and then with the proteins, well, meat, cheese, you know, and um, well, meat and dairy products don't don't drink as well. That will cause indigestion. All right, so the last thing to eat is the is the meat. You know, you've got bread or something. Don't mix with. That's a thing that's complex carbohydrate and protein mix that does combine well. So we want to want to keep it light, keep it simple. Less and less is more. So the less the body has to do, the more it will do. You know what I'm saying? The more you can do, and you can utilize the energy properly. So that to be an action, you'll actually have access to the energy instead of it just be sitting there as excess weight. Okay, so tell me, I got three hours left on the stream. I don't think that's right. I'm not going another, another three hours. But we don't have about two. I'm going to read something um, that I wrote about giving thanks here. Couple of, couple of, you know how we do. You know, it's called Give Thanks. But this is a little reserved for our after Thanksgiving appetites. So enjoy. Uh, having been endowed with the gift of discernment, I said Google. I said Google, that means um, basically power to the ancestors. Um, I chose to research more holistically the holiday of Holy Day, the Helios Day Sunday, that we observe in America as Thanksgiving. Giving thanks. But whether most holidays are based on ancient rituals or repetitive observance, I asked myself, what then is the template for the westernized version of Thanksgiving? Mm, right. Most dates, in particular when pertaining to the church, are in conjunction with ancient Egyptian or Kemetic Tamaray ritualistic practices from time immemorial. It seems only fitting that this is where my research concluded. So the Egyptian story, this literature, the Book of the Dead, by European Egyptologists, Known in the conscious community as Pritch and Peru, walking into the light. As all the elements of the westernized Thanksgiving, as well as the biblical last story. In other words, it has conspiracy, these friends, betrayal. Um, for others, for us uh, that may not be attuned to that, um, the the Last Supper and uh, Thanksgiving stories having similarities, meaning that uh, in the Thanksgiving story, you have uh, co-Indians, so-called Indians or Native Americans, where they, uh, as well as the Wampanaka Indians and the dude, uh, American named uh, Squanto, but basically, you know, Squanto so-called talk being how to fish and hunt and plant seeds and all that good. And what ended up happening inevitably uh, over time, um, the pilgrims, uh, well, one pilgrim was so-called murdered and left slain in his boat or something like that. And just the coat tribe, you know, the pilgrims went and asked 
Native Americans to give up the murderers. This is the way to give up the murderers is basically, you know, this is one of those problem reaction solution type things, except in your dialect, more than likely a pilgrim dressed up at the Indian in the Boston Tea Party type thing and went in there and acted like, you know, it was an Indian or Native American that murdered the white man with an all and all European. And then they um, went in there and asked to give up to the Native American that had murdered, so-called murdered the European, but they wouldn't, so next night they went in and raped until this the man killed off killed up seven hundred people um by the sword. And then the next day they had a feast that they said they the dude um, John Smith or whatever said, you know, give thanks for murdering all these people all the the next Americans. Not to get too far into that, but basically that is um Thanksgiving story, but then if you go into The Last Supper, it's similar because it was a betrayal by Judas. But if you're looking at the Thanksgiving, you know, um, thank, um, what's his name? I forget his name. I don't know why I still want my mom right there, right there. But, um, yeah, but at any rate, the young man that supposedly talked him out to try to think of what he did. I don't see it right here. Look at the code Indian. Oh, Sancho. Yeah, that's it. I don't see it, but that's what it is. Squanto. Sancho. Squanto. Squanto. Yeah. You can tell a lot of them studying on the same thing. I don't really think that's true. Which 
God, all those involved in the plot to usurp the throne ran over and slammed and held the lid down, fastened it with nails and molten lead from the outside and then carried the coffin off to the mouth and sent it on its path to the Mediterranean Sea. So the story on one level is allegorically speaking of environmental conditions that are produced when the Nile River begins to recede to a very low level and then so in turn the once fertile land becomes dry and barren. The ancient gave the name of soil to all generated with life producing substances of nature related to moisture. And the name set to all that is degenerated and 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 uh, and, and Antagonistic, my bad. Generated and antagonistic to moisture, driving fire, heat, parry. The plotting and scheming of says the power of drought, which in turn exerts moisture, causes it to dissipate, disconnecting the Nile from the source of water that allows the annual flooding and the budget to harvest and crops. One takes note, you will also notice how said, or Saul's brother, or said brother, can be viewed as Judas Iscariot. And Osir can be observed. Osir can be observed as Jesus Christ in the depiction of the biblical Last Supper. The Egyptian story outdates the biblical version by 3,500 years or more. In both instances, there is the gathering of friends at a dinner that eventually ends in deception and betrayal. Now, you may ask how this corresponds to the Americanized ritualistic practicing of Thanksgiving. Well, with the dogmatic indoctrination of the Western standards of education and history in regards to Thanksgiving, we've been taught that the so-called Indians and the so-called pilgrims sat down and had a feast together after the pilgrims had been informed on how to hunt and grow crops and then bought the land proficiently by the Native Americans. Further information and foreign researchers from due diligence will uncover that the pilgrims were actually seizing the land through actual pillaging deception and afterward holding great feasts in honor of their conquest. So here again we have a feast, friends, and betrayal. Now taking into consideration the date observed of Sir's death or the last supper of darkness overtakes light, this date is November 27th, the falls of line to now fix fourth Thursday or Fourth Day, Horu Day. Horus is the sun and will seed of Aset and Aset. So this falls in line with that Thursday being America's or Amorokha, Mexican day of giving thanks, which also alternates between the 21st and 28th, depending upon the leap year. All right, so when we, I'm going back into what uh, we when we bury something, that means we are putting something into, uh, well, when we put the seed into the ground, we are burying that seed. To so we know Assyria's name, um, Assyria means Lord of the Perfect Darkness, God of the Underworld, Subconscious, Mordo. You know what I'm saying? Burn Mordo. Yet also, when we're looking at a sea, we're thinking about sperm, semen. So we got to the Ankh, the Ankh represents the creation of human life. The vaginal canal is the base, is the bottom portion of the arc. Then it goes to the fallopian tube, right midway point where the arms come out. That is equivalent to sunset and sunrise. 
but when you when we put the seed the seed of of fear to the vaginal canal, it goes into darkness, being buried into um, deep recesses of mother space, going into the fallopian tube, the vortex, then flowing into the uterus, that's the pool of the universe, where it goes into the embryonic embryo tract, and there is uh, this where all that mitochondria and everything starts to formulate. Basically, the center plus speed, the, the speeds. That's the normal life. So, so that seed goes is planted into darkness within the womb of the earth. I said, and then it comes forth into light. That's the womb, that infinite cycle. But what we reflect on. We reflect on giving thanks or what we call Thanksgiving just coming up in the few we should most definitely give reference in regard to the ancestors and to harvesting not only the food elements or the seed that brings forth vegetational or food, but also to our life. If you recall one of the most powerful representations or representations of regeneration of um, and, the, and the immortality of being is the um, symbol of Osul. Um, in this moment state, in the, in the term laid out, the 28th of a week growing out of the cultivars pocket. Those 28 stalks is equivalent to the lunar cycle, how we have two 14 day periods. You know, 28 5 by 2 is 14. This month, we have the first super moon since 1948. And that uh, super moon goes down with. All right, so almost 70 years, 68 years. I did the math right on uh, 68 years since the last super moon, but it, it landed on November 14th, and that's, um, that's the halfway, that's the median between 28. So we had a full moon on the 14th. It was going into a new moon now. Um, so... You know, that's a good time to get rid of some stuff on that full moon going out. That uh, so this change was happening, taking place. You know, Thanksgiving, we should definitely reflect and go uh, reverence to the true meaning of Thanksgiving. Not, like I said, I'm going to go too deep into the indoctrination of the article because giving thanks. This is an ancient holiday or holy day or whatever we may even some follow up ritual that it was based on the planting of a seed by a set or into the earth you know in no, in October on October seventh. I think that's a date 
opened the plantation October 17th. And then the Last Supper occurs on November 27th in representation of now the Nile has started, has came to its lowest point. And um, darkness is starting to overcome. Uh, and then actually 28 days after the 27th is uh, December 25th, then we celebrate what we call Christmas. That also is the sun. I mean, the winter solstice when the sun sits still and light starts to come back to um, prevalence. And we start moving towards having more of a daylight again. These are rituals or observances that were um, noticed by ancestors acknowledged and then they utilized them as holy days. So we, we hope we held them reverence. And if you're looking at, even think about what do we say? We say happy Thanksgiving. What's the ancient name of the now? The happy, H-A-P-I. So we say happy Thanksgiving. And uh, and so that's giving regard and respect and and reverence to that whole function of of what's taking place in the now, even to this day. So when the now started to recede, in the end, after the intonation or the flooding season and all that abundance of um, cultivation of vegetation that's taking place, then um, the drought season set, darkness starts taking place. So we notice how the days are shorter now and the night comes in about five, about six o'clock. So then it's colder, you know, less sun. So that, that's the representation in the physical sense of what happens in this process period. So we held that date uh, as uh, the 27th, also when the sun goes through Scorpion. Scorpion being that period, the kiss of death. You know, so it also represents death as well. We go into a, a longer period of darkness and then on the 25th, um, the light is resurrected. So the sun is resurrected after those from the solstice on the twenty second to the twenty fourth. You know, we know that Saturnalia and things for whatever going on on that on that realm of astrology. All right, but uh, that's basically what's taking place. So give reference to the ancestors for acknowledging those movements, you know, they try to take you as far as the, in this genre, genre mention that we, that these rituals are still being observed, they whitewashed it and used it against us now to where we forgot what is really taking place at this moment, you know, it's a harvest, you know, that was, is what we call that supermoon as well, so when we are harvesting something, we are now, after we are sowing the seed, we're not going and we are actually picking the right fruits and vegetables. And utilizing the property, you know, if we are possible, you know, so, but, uh, you know, looking at it from a different perspective, this is the time of your thanks, you know, and you harvest something, that means it's a principle. You know, one of the main 
things about the whole Thanksgiving thing. Thanksgiving thing is a cornucopia. Cornucopia is the one of plenty that was full, filled, was filled with um, different vegetables, with fruits, everything like that. I, I don't remember seeing any ham chitlins in the cornucopia. But yeah, so um, to give thanks for the harvest, you know, put that seed in, you know, like you know, speaking on that seed being a seed that goes into the dog, to uh, the vaginal canal, the ankh, the ankh, A N K H. Break it down real quick, and then we'll shut down. A N K H. That's uh, Amun, Amunet. Basically, that's the hidden or the, you know, then a noon and noon that's chaos or primeval waters is darkness and she who is dark and head and head is infinity and eternity. But when you take each one of those letters, A-N-K-H, those are, what well, I was just mentioning, are the, the eight, but the, they're the polarities of that's the masculine and feminine aspects of, of life, A-N-K-H, Amun, Amunet, Munet, Kekhet, Hehet. You break all that down, you have punk, but you have eight um, primordial beings that equate to the eight original cells of Blastula, or also called Conda cells, or mitosis. And this it goes back to the ancient adage of Tuhuti and Kamendu, the city of eight, or the old god where it states I uh, was one, that became two, that became four, that became eight. What it's speaking on is the eight primordial cells that still exist in the lower Dantian that formulated outside of the first cell, being the, the first seed, the seed of salt, that went into the vaginal canal, canal and then formed into that seed also will be equivalent to rock. And then that will be the nine that we speak on. And that's the life or the completion, Tim. You know, so the Atim, so that um, that one went in and came to, when it reached the fallopian tube, that's the vortex. So it multiplied into two, then into four, and then to eight, and then went back to one. As far as the hologram is concerned, when it became the fetus and then developed into the living structure of the, the child. So, so we, you know, as far as the hologram is concerned or the hologram, it developed first into those eight. That's the punk. You know what I'm saying? So that amun, amunat, or amuet, amun, amuet, munat, kehet, and he and head. The masculine and feminine aspects of, of those eight that formulated through Ra, the first cell, and then 
broke down into two cells and four and eight. But that that statement would be Amunu Kehe would be the infinite uh, dark hidden primordial ones. Basically, that's uh, the amniotic fluid that resides within the uterus and the woman's life that gives forth the mitochondria, gives forth uh, the genealogy and the memories of the mother seed, the mother seed being the infinite vastness of the source, the universe, the source seed, the source information, the soul information. Remember, the mitochondria carries the information through the DNA. The mother is the one who carries that, passes it from daughter to daughter, as well as the son, but the son doesn't pass it to another son, the son doesn't pass it to the daughter. The daughter passes the mitochondria. Mitochondria basically means a, a wart, um, a wart, um, oh boy, I forget what mito means. Oh, I think it's a warp loop, too, but so that is always going to be the site. Get things. Look into it. I don't want to lead you astray, but look into what the, my, the etymology of my country is. But, um, oh, no, I'll get things, you know what I'm saying? That's, uh, so don't go into Thanksgiving thinking about some, you know, Indians and cowboys, cops and robbers, you know, some movie type thing. They didn't put together. It's really about planting that seed, harvesting, you know. But at that time of the year, that's when um, we noticed that the light was starting to plead even more. So we noticed that. And that's, you know, so like you were saying, it's the 27th of November when the sun passed this book. As, as you all know, we deal with astrology and the line as far as in the medicine you know, metaphysics and the underlying process of our awareness and observation has been, uh, it pertains to different aspects of things that takes place in the cosmos as well as that takes place on planet Earth called the cosmology. So as above, so below, as below, so above, you know, you know, what has the statement though, truth without falsehood is certainly most truth, that which is below corresponds to that which is above for the purpose of miracles of the one thing. And it's all things upon this one thing to the meditation of the one mind. So in all things in creation are formed by way of transformation. I will go through the whole thing, but uh, basically what that first statement is, uh, what the first part of the statement is saying is, all things are interconnected by way of uh, basically life, intelligence, by way of the breath. The breath is the abdomen, the portal that brings in the intelligence the to the physical orb. So that first seed was formulated, or also was formulated by, by breath and conception or mind. So, like when we think of thought, we conceive that thought first, and then we, we bring it out to the breath. So that conception is basically mean concept means in the head or in the mind. Um, then we go into the conception process of planting the seed thought into a physical orb, 
Prayer. So I will now conception. My thoughts are being born even more readily now. This this uh, whole ordeal with Thanksgiving they're coming up, so we planted some seeds, some seed thoughts, and you know, so now it's time to harvest our truth. So you know, like I said, come on, come all. Friday, the twenty fifth of December. You get thanks to my niece's birthday is on twenty fifth. I mean November, twenty fifth of November. They can be having a little party for a get together and things like that. I'm having birthday, so man, yeah. Have fun. I don't think I'm well. I'm not going to turn you doing doing the online class. But um, so you know, come on, come on, if you can make it. And my phone number is three three six two five four seven four one eight. Email address is twelve density productions, T W E L F T H D E N S I T Y P R O D U C T I O N S at Yahoo dot com. Contact me if you would like to join in. I have a slot for you in opening, so, uh, you know, the door will be open. Come on in, like one way to say. I will going to go ahead and close out. Um, get thanks. You guys have a good, uh, good, good time the rest of the week, and see you on the slip. We'll close out with Boy Seven with the Nagas. Alright. Peace, prosperity, protection, and good health. Peace to the God. You already know, man. Yo, yo, yo. Bohemian wizardry, you fraud them Killing me, the enemy is close, we both lies on our identity I feel like he who stepped, architect like M. Hotep Son had the son himself, the guard deadly with the art I fit dark with a slit heart You can feel it in your bone marrow before the shit starts Standing in the cold with a scroll that was written in gold Behold the old glimpse that was never untold Infinite like the eight, seven dwelling in your melon No felon, though the unrighteous say that I'm rebellious I'm primal, my rhyme suicide, I worship no idols My style of all the gems going down in a spiral when you stuck in your root, my intelligence past my cool. The God is the truth. Every time I step in the booth, you stepped on a stoop, got scooped and swooped in my loop. Do the knowledge, whack them seeds, get played like flu. It was the son of a saw, a gift from the gods. The roof flying through the sky with golden wings. Submerged into the light, knighted by the golden king with the scepter of justice. Melanin cultivating chi until we are Ethereans, finally becoming one with the righteous sun. Solar, souls are raw, magnificent glow with unconditional love. Scattered rays for days from the heavens above. Soul below, the souls trapped in the lowest depths of hell. Incarnated into 76 trillion cells to break free. We must be refined, masculine and feminine properties combined. The devil is the author of confusion. 183,000 divisions. Denominations has close schisms and isms. Though isn't it written in the Bible that Jesus spoke in parables? The scriptures and gospels aren't just historical. Many passages weren't meant to be taken literal. Most of it is allegorical based on esoteric principles. Baptist versus Methodist, Pentecostal holiness versus Jehovah Witness, Mormons versus Seven Day Advances, Skeptics 
atheists and the Gnostics, divine and conquer tactics of the reptilians, lower fourth dimensional aliens, so beware of the draconian Satanists, though they aim to imprison all true beings through ignorance, so we crush the head of Leviathan, battle mind control system of suggestion, brainwashing indoctrination, using religious politics, education, economics, health and labor, entertainment and war, no sex and law, in this chessboard game called like we've all been pawns, puppets on strings controlled by demonic spawns, you can't run with the devil and walk with God. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.